Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. And welcome to this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. I'm your host, Rebecca Cressman. Today, we are going to celebrate marriage with a wonderful event that's coming our way, the Northern Utah Marriage Celebration. Joining us in the studio, I'd say she is the queen of the party. With USU Extension Services, we have Naomi Brower. Thank you, Naomi, for being here. Thanks for having me. You have another official title. Can you give that to us? Yeah, I'm the Extension Associate Professor in Weber County. All right, which means not only does she do a lot of teaching throughout the year, but you provide and shape this event, the Northern Utah Marriage Celebration, which is a teaching opportunity in kind of a fun environment. Yes, it is a date night of education and entertainment. It's my 12th year of doing it, believe it or not. Congratulations. And it is a great event. We have lots of great speakers lined up, and I'm excited to tell you all about it. Okay, great. And when I say teaching, I should just say uh, mind-expanding, comical, fun. It's an, an entertaining night. You're going to also introduce to us our special guest. We have Dr. Dave in studio today, too. I just want to make sure I said hi, Dr. Dave. Hey there. <laughs> Naomi will, will uh, give us a little insight on your role at the event. But tell us more about it. So the date is on February the 8th. It's going to be at Weber State University in Ogden. And it's really for anyone who would like to attend to strengthen their marriage or if they're thinking about getting into a serious relationship, it would be a good opportunity to be able to know if, if this is the right one. So it's great to bring your other family members, great to bring a friend to if you want to come, if you're single and you want to just come and see what healthy relationships are all about, that's okay too. Here's something that I wish was in the curriculum of every elementary school. This is what a healthy relationship looks like. It's it, it's interesting that we kind of, there's a vacuum there and that's a whole nother conversation. But the reason why I bring that up is sometimes we're nervous to get help, nervous to attend workshops, nervous to reach out because we think it should be intuitive. But healthy relationships are things that we learn. They're skills we can put into place. So I, I congratulate you on 12 years of bringing such a wonderful event. And you know, one of the things that I love about this event is that it is a marriage celebration. It's not about fixing relationships. I mean, obviously, if you're having a little bit of a struggle, this is a great place to come and get some help. But it's also more than anything, a place to strengthen and celebrate a happy relationship. It's a place to be able to just come and learn more skills that will just help you to ensure a, a positive future together. February 8th is a date at Weber State University. And even though we're mentioning Weber State University, that means if you are down in southern Utah in Santa Quint, wherever you may be, you are invited. If you're up in Brigham City, if you are near the border of Idaho, everyone is welcome to come to this event on February 8th. So I just want to make sure that everyone is open to the public. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And you can find tickets on marriagecelebration2019.eventbrite.com. Say that again. MarriageCelebration2019.eventbrite.com. And tickets are only $30 per couple. That's less than going on a dinner and a movie. That's right? less, less, so. less than two people going to a movie. No. Absolutely. <laughs> That's true. So make sure you get your tickets before January 31st. Okay, we'll do that because that's that, that great price. 
that we're Absolutely. doing. I'm curious. Tell me about Dr. Dave. What's his role with the with the marriage celebration? So Dr. Dave, well, he's amazing. And you'll find that out as you're hearing him speak today. But he is one of our presenters um, at the marriage celebration. In fact, why don't you just share a little bit about yourself, Dr. Dave? Yeah, thanks, Naomi. I've, I've been coming the last, I've been here at Utah State for the last three years. And so Naomi has invited me once again this year to come. And I just love it. I love it myself. I bring my wife down. I've had my parents come. I've had a brother-in-law, sister-in-laws. They all come up because it's such a a fun opportunity to listen, to learn, to laugh, and really, as Naomi talks about, celebrate marriage. So I'm a researcher. I'm a professor, an extension specialist up at Utah State University. So I teach relationship, parenting, marriage, and family life education classes. I saw your eyebrow go up when I mentioned, isn't it too bad that we don't have this skill test, uh, teaching in the early years? And and so I imagine that by the time that you're teaching young adults or even returning students, they're just hungering for this information. They are. As you can see, in past years, this is actually sold out. And so this, this event, there is, there's a longing for this, something like this to come and to celebrate, to learn and to to listen, to get some skills that will help them in the most important relationship, and that's their, their marriages. Doesn't it make you feel good to know that a person with a Ph.D. in family sciences is actually going to this with his wife and, and learning things as well? It just shows the continuum of how we all just continue to learn at different stages in our life. Every year, your Northern Utah marriage celebration has a theme. What is this year's theme, Naomi? The theme this year is Making the Adventure Last. And once again, going along with that, we're going to strengthen our relationship. We want to make our relationship last and be happy and have lots of years of of fun together. And you say adventure. That was uh, actually a joke within my husband and I. We're 30 years uh, married, and and we always called it adventures. You know, the U-Haul would kind of go by, those U-Haul trucks, and would say adventures and moving. I always joke that for us it was adventures in marriage. You know, that was our own theme. But that's a great description of what marriage is. It truly is an adventure with highs and lows and challenges and mountains to climb. Mm. Absolutely. What are some of the workshops that will be provided? Well, first, I want to just tell you who our keynote speaker is. Yes. We are excited to have Darren Adams with us. And many of you are probably very familiar with Darren Adams. He was the co-host of KSL TV's Studio 5. He's been in broadcasting for 30 years plus. On the East Coast. On the Yeah, he's, he's just extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he really is a talented speaker, and he has a passion for talking about developing what your passion is. And I thought he would be a really good keynote this year to talk about what is your adventure, you know, creating your passion that you have with you and your partner and being able to support each other with those passions. I think that can get forgotten. There's a lot of things to do. When you're uh, beginning a marriage and forming a family and working and supporting it, that often we look back at our teen years or childhood because there was so much dreaming and passion at that time. And then reality hits. So I love that he's going to open the door and say to be more fulfilled. We all need to rediscover that either alone or together. Yeah, exactly. And really talking about how do you make that adventure last? So that's the keynote presentation. Um, Let me just share a couple of the workshops that we have. One that I think people will be really interested in is I'm not through dating. I'm sorry. Let me go back. I'm not through dating you. Keeping date nights alive and thriving. So many people are always looking for date night ideas. And that's really what this workshop is all about. Not just date night ideas, but how do you really make your, your date nights fulfilling so that you're connecting with each other? And also, how do you 
do you really make sure those date nights happen, especially if you've got kids? Right. And you're on a budget. And or you're on feeling, a budget, yeah. You know, and I'll admit, sometimes at the end of the work week, your feet are up on the couch and you think, this actually feels pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm exhausted. I don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> Can we call yeah. this a date? Exactly. But the premise of this workshop is that... Dating does what for a relationship? Helps us to reconnect, mm-hmm. helps us to, to feel more fulfilled and remember those positive times that um, that we were when we were first dating, right? And not just bogged down in the everyday kind of life. Mm, I like that. Does that resonate with you, Dr. Dave? Oh, absolutely. In fact, that's one of the first things that goes, research shows, over time is that, that we don't make time for dates, whether it's children or the busyness or that we're tired that we forget to go out. And you know what happens over time? We call it, we call it the natural float to isolation. Hmm. So you don't have to be mean and nasty necessarily for a relationship to have some problems. You just have to do nothing, and you'll naturally float apart. Gradually, most relationships will experience this. So in order to stay close and connected, these regular date nights are so important. I'm glad you shared that. It's interesting as you were sharing those thoughts. I had a vision of what it's like when I come home from work and I'm greeted by my two golden doodles and labradoodles. The excitement they have when I'm walking through that door because it's not only their mommy coming home, but they know I'm going to take them for a walk. There's that expectation. And it's interesting that we can lose the excitement for that opportunity to reconnect until we start doing it again. Start yeah. the dating when we remember, this is really fun and I need to do it regularly. Yeah, that's So that's right. an expectation. When I see you, I equate you with fun. So yeah. not a dog, just fun. I just wanted to make sure I made that tie. <laughs> what else do you have on tap for the marriage celebration? Well, I love this title of this next one. Uh, Everything I know about marriage I learned from my dog. I know that sounds really funny. <laughs> Wait a minute. I brought up the dogs. Okay. It's your turn. So my coworker, um, Sandy Sulzer, she is our wellness specialist, is going to be talking about, it, she's going to use kind of a lighthearted approach, obviously, <laughs> um, to growing together through tough times and using the example of her dog, who she calls, um, he's going to model, if I guess for us, Bandit the Bionic Dog is what she calls him. <laughs> <laughs> I do think automatically of loyalty. The unfailing loyalty that dogs have. And and there's something just from that to think about in terms of a human relationship. Unfailing loyalty. I love that. Okay, a little so, bit of comedy in that one as well. Y- yes. Okay. And I think that's important. Um, another one we have is Getting on the Same Page as a Couple, taught by a crowd favorite, um, Dr. Randy Chatlin, who was a, a one of my favorite professors, um, actually, when I was in college. And he's always sold out. Every time he has is speaking, everyone wants Where to see him. Where is he a professor at? He is now retired okay. as a professor, but mm-hmm. he was at Weber State. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Um, and another workshop that I think would be good to talk about here today would be the technoference clearance. So navigating digital distractions in relationships. Let's be honest, that happens a lot nowadays. And so I think it's a growing issue, growing concern in relationships. And I'm glad that we're going to have a conversation about it here at the conference. Do we put our smartphones away for this workshop? That might be good, unless you're taking notes, perhaps. I have heard of some families that are proactive and have a basket in the kitchen and say when it's coming up to mealtime or family time, the phones go into a basket. And is that something you talk about? Is Because this is new. In yeah. family science 20 years ago, we weren't talking about digital interference other than the boob tube, the television. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. So the screens have really uh, infiltrated relationships, including dinner times, meal times, date nights even, and even the bedroom. And so I'm a big fan of no screens, right, in, in bed, because that's one of the places where couples can connect. And so getting rid of the, those screens, so it's actually my, my friend and colleague 
who came up, who coined that term technoference. It's when technology interferes with the relationship. And it's one of those that can easily get in there without us even realizing it. Mm. We're trying to connect. And hey, were you listening to me? No, they're right there on their on their phones. Mm, eyes right up here. Yeah. Right, eyes right up here. And it's interesting. I was reading an article. Um, I'm sharing it with two social science researchers. So I'll share this, that when we are looking at our smartphones and we get a notification that someone has interacted with us, we actually get a rush of dopamine um, and so our body rewards us. That felt good to have someone interact with me. So there is a biological component that's keeping us on those smartphones. It's not just because we're trying to ignore it. So we do have to put things in place to make sure that we're ha- we have that healthy relationship. So thank you. It's called technoference interference. Technoference clearance. Clearance. As in okay. being cleared from the technoference. Okay. There you go. So she's going to be talking about um, current research and trends regarding interactive technology and relationships and then also suggestions for staying connected. And talking about relationships, um, romantic relationships, but also um, she's done quite a bit of research. Um, Sarah Tulane is the one who's going to be talking. Uh, and she's going to be talking about also with kids, you know, how do we help the kids? Because the next generation generation, you know, this isn't an issue that we had when we were growing up, perhaps, mm-hmm. but kids nowadays, they, they are digital natives. I mean, they really, they have always had this in their lives. And how do they figure out how to, to navigate that as they grow older? Right. How to have healthy boundaries, how to have normal interactions that are face to face, how to have human interactions and connections. So yeah, a completely different challenge. When I was a little one, you picked up the phone off the wall and dialed, oh, to talk to the operator. Who might transfer you? So it's we're talking about a big change in half a century. Yeah, wow, which makes us sound old, doesn't it? Well, I just I just outed myself. So 1965. I'll just go ahead and say it. That's the birth year. But it's really not that old. I mean, there's just so much that has changed. There is just a lot. But when you do have to sign up for something online and they look for your birth year, I am scrolling back a lot longer than I used to be. Okay, what other workshop do you have? We I know you have a number that people can choose from. Sorry. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So communication is always a hot topic. I mean, that is something I think that no matter how much you have learned about communication, there's always something we can learn more. And I love that our speaker, Darren Johansson, has really gone above and beyond with his title this year to, to link it into um, the, the theme that we have. So he called it Bears, Rapids, and Romance. Real communication equals understanding. So he wants to use some of the experiences that he's had in adventures with bears and being on the river, and talking and linking that into communication, using those as themes as he talks in this interactive workshop about how to improve communication. Wow. Yeah, that's going to be really interesting, isn't it? A lot of body language when we're studying wildlife. So very interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, If a bear is growling at me, I'm going to get back. You bet. (laughs) Another one that is always very popular is intimacy as a topic. Um, And this year, I'm excited to have uh, Shalom Levitt, who is a... A professor at BYU, and she's been doing some research that is really new and cutting edge called sexual mindfulness. And so she's going to be talking about some of the research that she's done with mindfulness and and including that with sexuality, um, making the adventure last um, because of that. And so I actually attended a couple of day workshop um, related to her research, and it was really fascinating talking about mindfulness in general because we know that's a huge thing that's that's popular right now. Yeah, being aware of where you are right now, right. what senses and sensations you have, what emotions you're experiencing, which we haven't been. I'll just say I have not been good at. Most of us have been rushing and not not really paying attention to what's happening in front of us. 
I exactly. Know, so sexual mindfulness. Yeah. So talking about mm-hmm. using that mindfulness and then combining it with um, intimate experiences that we have with someone else. I mean, it's really powerful. There's a lot of connection that can happen if you are really focused on the moment. And really, you have to disconnect from the world to be able to do that with your partner. So I guess that's part of it, too. Well, especially when you're sharing, too, Dr. David Schramm, by the way, and this is Naomi Brower. We're talking about the upcoming event, the Marriage Celebration, Northern Utah Marriage Celebration, on February 8th at Weber State University. Everyone is invited to attend. You can still register for it now. Often it does sell out, so you do want to get in. It's just $30 a couple. But we are talking about technoference, technology, and the, its ability to interfere with intimacy. And so that whole answer of mindfulness seems to me that that might be an antidote, or at least one of the steps. Yeah, to- it really is. We're so easily distracted, right? And whether it's in the moment with our children or with our partner, but so much. It's, it's actually very difficult in our day and age right now to pay attention. And that's really what mindfulness is about. It's, it's attention in the moment, living in that moment. And actually, another buzzword is savor, right? Being there and savoring that moment with, with your partner, with your child, wherever it is, is to be present. Mm, I appreciate that. So I'm excited about this workshop because I think she'll hopefully she's going to be able to combine some of the the preliminary research from the the research that she's been doing and be able to share that with us and and how we can really use that information to improve our lives. Another topic that's always very popular is finances. I shouldn't say it's popular, but needed. How about that? (laughs) I saw her right eye twitch a little bit. (laughs) Um, Is it still one of the top three factors in in leading to marital discord? The financial issues. Yeah, typically we see time, sex, and money are often those. And if you have children, then some of the stresses that, that spill over from children, sure. Okay, so it's right up there, top three. Yes. And so what's the what's the topic of this financial workshop? So this this or year class mm-hmm. this year the workshop is called financially ever after. So that's a good title, right? It's mm-hmm. positive. And, been and on they it. lived financially ever there after. There you go, in a positive way. So we're going to be talking about eight money questions every couple must ask each other, um, and also focusing on creating and sticking to a budget. Mm. So, of course, no one wants to hear the budget word, but talking about finances and uh, values that we can have and share together so that we it won't be a source of marital discord. I remember someone saying, I think it was Susie Orman or someone that says, you'll either work for your money or your money will work for you. And that budgeting is a part of that. We have a few minutes together. And I know that, Dr. David Tramp, your your seminar or your class is eight words that will change any marriage. That's right, Rebecca. Now, Game on. I can't give the eight words, right? <laughs> no, I can't give that. Can I you give like a thesaurus? That. I've got a thesaurus here. So Yeah, but I can, I can share a little bit of uh, a little teaser, I guess. And that's that all of us are actually born with this negativity bias, right? We're actually wired, born with five times as many neurons in our brain that is wired for negativity for everyone that's wired for positivity. And so we, we naturally see the negative and the things that will bother us and, and bug us. So if we'll slow down and try to really mindfully pay attention to what we appreciate in our partners, that, that's kind of a start is be able to see what, pay attention to the good and savor the good things. So biologically, we're more wired to focus on the things that bother us or the things that threaten us, or the things that we don't like. That's right. And yep, so that's we, right. again, put practices in place that help us recognize these are instincts. Yes. For example, right, your child comes home with a report card, and they have five A's and a C-. minus. Where's your, where's your brain go immediately? Mm-hmm. It's right to the, to the C-. Or Christmas lights, and one is out. You go, 
right to that one that's that's out. So we we it, our brains are like Velcro for negative and for positivity. It just it's like Teflon, right? It just mm. slips right off. So what we need to do is to purposely, mindfully, really pay attention to the positive, to the good things, to celebrate those instead. In fact, there's about a we call it an eighty twenty rule. There's about eighty percent of our partner that we really love and that we enjoy. There's about twenty percent that bugs us and we wish was a little bit different. But if we can focus on the 80% rather than the 20%, that's, that's a great foundation for relationships. Is it habitual, the way that we see our spouse? Is it, you know, the, 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 I think of kind of like a template or framework. When that individual comes through the door, already we've placed a type of framework of what we expect from their behavior and we interpret that. It's hard to change those it is patterns. Hard. Yeah, it is difficult because once couples get into this pattern, then they almost expect, they gear up, they hear the door open for some it's exciting and others their heart rate increases and, and it's game on and the negativity and the conflict and so it is couples can get in these unhealthy cycles that can really spit them out of control so that's why people need to come to this date night for fantastic ideas and reconnecting and then eight words that will change our marriage you can't right. even give us one of them dr Sharon. I, I okay, can't even okay. give you a little, a little tease on those, right? I'll give That's you this. Okay. That's right? okay. Strengths. If we can focus okay. on our strengths, focus on the good things, focus on the good things in your relationship, and then work and manage the negative things. Mm. You could say that about yourself, too, your relationship with how you see yourself. It's so much easier, right, to see where we're falling short. And that's why it might be a little scary to think about going into marriage celebration because you might be thinking there's a lot of areas that I fall short in. And that is a human truth. In my human experience, that is just the human condition. So we all come together uh, to celebrate the good, the 80%. That is joy and love and, and loyalty. We have a couple of minutes left together. What are some of the other stand out? Well, there's one other that I'm excited about. It's mm-hmm. a brand new topic that we've never had before. Um, the Secrets of Lasting Legendary Love, How to Be a Marriage Master and Not a Disaster. <laughs> and I love this topic because we come to these workshops and oftentimes we hope that people will come and, and take this information and use it. But this whole workshop is how do you take that information and make sure that you really makes a difference in your marriage. Hmm. And so I love that there's going to be a focus specifically on how to take your marriage to the next level because of the information that you learn. I love that. I think that's wonderful. Often we'll watch a romantic movie and we'll think, I want something like that. Or read a book, I want something like that. And then we step back into the day-to-day patterns that we have. So who is actually presenting this class? Do you remember? And you said it is yeah, called it's Nate. The... Nate Bagley is okay. Yeah, is the one who's who's presenting that, and I'm looking forward to it as well. I wish I could attend them all as well. Well, but there's navigating the adventures of step families, which I don't have the numbers. We used to have that research on how many people are actually experiencing their second or third marriage, and how important it is for us to understand the challenges in that dynamic and and ways. I'm loving that Ad- adventures and stresses of the sandwich generation. That's me. What's the sandwich generation? It's really those who are caring for maybe the children, right? They're raising some children, and they're also caring for their parents. And so they're kind of sandwiched mm-hmm. in between both of those generations. So middle age tends, right. tends to give both of those experiences. There are a lot of options. So when someone goes online, do we have an opportunity to choose the classes, or when do we choose the classes, Naomi? 
So the night of the event, okay. um, there's plenty of room in most of the classes. There's usually at least 100 seats in every class. So it does sell out. So there's going to be some classes that are more popular than others. But I would just say if there's a class you really want to go to, make sure you go to it <laughs> and get there first. We do usually have classes taught mo- two times. Um, so that way people can have that opportunity if they didn't get in the first time. And what time does it start? This, again, is the marriage celebration. We want you to be able to get it registered for this. So what time does it begin on February 8th? So the the early conference workshops start at 4 o'clock, and the main conference starts at 6 and goes till 9.30. You can see a breakdown of the whole uh, the whole program if you want to go to relationships.usu.edu. Um, there's also a link there, or you can go directly to get the tickets at marriagecelebration2019.eventbrite.com. And it does overlap with dinner. And uh, from my Hispanic heritage, I always have to think, where's the food? So we can bring our own dinner, correct? correct. Okay. Right. In order to keep the cost low, we mm-hmm. don't have dinner provided, but people are welcome to bring their own food. And oftentimes they just bring it right in with them to the workshop and just eat and learn. Yeah. Pick up some of your favorite foods. So there's this additional reward. Dr. David Schramm, I sure appreciate you traveling from Utah State University to come here and, and to share your insights. And I appreciate even more that year after year you've been involved in the Northern Utah Marriage Celebration. How do you feel about, it's a general question as we're wrapping it up, but how do you feel about the, the fear people may feel about coming to an event like this, that, that presenting the idea to a spouse that maybe this is a good idea? Yeah, you know, some couples, they can, they can, they can hesitate, and often it is the males. Often it is the males saying, ah, you know, let's, let's not go to that, that we're not broken, and we don't need to go to those types of things. But if they'll view that as more of a checkup, right? You know, we're changing our oil. We're, we're maintaining our relationship. And so it's a fun. It's a healthy way. It's not necessarily, though, oh, we're broken. It's to maintain things, to keep things running smoothly. One of the most re- important relationships of our lives, isn't it? The Northern Utah Marriage Celebration, Naomi Brower, Dr. David Schramm, Thank you so much for coming. I absolutely love having you in studio. And just because my memory is a little faulty, give us the location again on Eventbrite where we can get all the information and register. It's marriagecelebration2019.eventbrite.com. Thank you so much. And for more information, you can also go online on fm100.com. Thank you for joining us on this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. Oh, Thanks for having us.